Hello and welcome to the Vanquisher's Guide. I am your host, Randy. And I'm Bryce. How's it going? And, oh, <clears throat> and, and I'm Bradley. <laughs> How's it going? And, and Bradley's here too. Maybe and just barely. But I he's forgot here. about him, but he's here. He's so no, I didn't forget. Good. I was like about to cut off Bryce and I felt bad. <laughs> Man, I appreciate you not doing that for like the so tough kind. time today. Wow. I kid. I'm called out. <laughs> Seriously, that feels bad. You're going to let that happen? I would not. I am. That's crazy. Uh, well, it's not to. It's trying to move on from the <laughs> just sad. Push through. Just push yeah, through. <laughs> pretend like it didn't happen. It didn't happen. I swear. Uh, but today we're gonna be talking about a really cool creature that I have always thought was really neat, and the first time I saw, like, one hundred percent terrified me because I mean, a they're meant to ter- mm. terrify you because they're in the game that they're in very intimidating but they're just scary looking whether they're dangerous in game or not they're just scary looking oh are you uh, talking about the uh the classic and sacred pokemon butterfree exactly yes there we go like what is behind those eyes that thing has seen death for sure <laughs> it is haunting and i will not live in a world that it lives in as well one of us cannot survive yeah Butterfree is a not going to be you. <laughs> it, it probably will not be me. Let's be honest. I cannot shoot any kind of poison or anything to try and defend myself like they can. So I think I'm screwed. Mm. Um, no, not Butterfree. That's next week, actually. Uh, brought to you by Bryce next week. Uh, Looking no, for it. I just the Monsters Inc. episode. Yeah, one of these he, days he, we'll get Monsters Inc. I'm bringing it back. Sorry, Bryce. I'm just. <laughs> I'm calling you out now. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I can't I'll wait for the Monster Zinc. It'd be so good, dude. So, the joke has just been long running at this point. Yeah, uh, if anyone gets that joke, if, if anyone gets that joke, you are one of the the, the OGs. What was that like? Yeah. Episode two? I don't even know. It was definitely like pre episode fifty. It was, was yeah. It was just early. Like twenty episodes ago, which is it insane. was early. It was so good. Um. Ooh. Man. No, not Butterfree, and unfortunately, I don't have the rights to be able to do Monsters, Inc. That is not my <laughs> area of expertise. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, since I had no other good options, I turned to the fan favorite series, Fallout. And oh. we're doing the Death Claws from Fallout there we made go. by Bethesda's. Heck yeah, I freaking love Death Claws, man. Death Claws are neato. Okay, so you know? quick, All the quick kids side tangent it. before Let's you go. get started. Sorry to steal this away from you, but... This is the first side tangent we've had, so it's all right. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> um, Is that uh, when I was like, oh, what is it now, like 10, mm-hmm. maybe even like 14 years younger. That's I didn't even know you were ever that young. Yeah, I know. Um, hey, <laughs> is uh, wow, man, it's getting burned so badly. Um, anyway, if I can stop being uh-huh. sunlocked, um, is that when I was like a younger lad, I I uh-huh. tried to make a YouTube channel. Yeah, and uh, I did a little. I've bit seen them of all a, of a gameplay tutorial on how to kill death claws because I thought it was a really hard thing. To all do. right. And Sick! We have a professional here today. Uh, not quite, but no. If anybody, if anybody can find that Deathclaw video, it's still up. It has about like forty views the last time I checked. But nice. uh, props to you if you could find it. Man, now I just am gonna spend the rest of the episode trying to find that episode, that uh, video. I'm already on it. <laughs> Oh man, it's buried probably pretty deep in the YouTube algorithm. Good luck. No, it's there. I'm sure. I'll find it eventually. Um, so, Death Claws sounds like Bryce. You're pretty familiar with them, Brad. Have you ever heard a of bit. a Death Claw before? I have heard of the Death Claw. Um, you familiar with the idea? Isn't the uh, the most grand, but I have uh-huh. I have fought one. I think. Probably. Okay. That was not very convincing. <laughs> <But> <laughs> you just I, got quiet I, for a second. I was like, uh, 
I do know. Didn't Death Claw get you? They did. No, I. But I wouldn't say like I'm just. I'm. I'm not making videos about how to kill him. Oh yeah, uh, you're not. Uh, you're not an expert in the situation. Uh, so what do you know about them? Just just the name and what they look like. That's pretty much it. Or do you? No, I know. You I know a little more. Like like the idea of. I don't want to like spoil anything, but like being genetic. Mm-hmm. I I know a little bit about okay. that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then uh, our resident expert, our our I don't, death claw Dundee. I don't think it's fair to ask me for this episode. You might want to just dive into it. You do know <laughs> everything there is to know about them. Uh, I've read I've read the Wikipedia once or twice. <laughs> well, good because Wikipedia and... has about three sentences, so you're ready then. Oh, yeah. It was a pretty this... easy read then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about all I can handle. It's I'm not good at reading these days, but well, it's good. I want to know where we where we're starting, so that way I know what uh, what you guys know, and I can lean on you guys because I I'm shooting in the dark for death claws, <laughs> literally and figuratively. <laughs> All right, so death claws are a really intriguing creature in the Fallout series, and if you're not familiar with the Fallout series, uh, I'll give you a quick like synopsis of it it's it's really not the most complex world um it is the games take place in post-apocalyptic america all of them take place in america and it is uh about 200 years in the future and it's like there was a huge war called the great war ironically um that took place and during that war, humanity turned to nuclear options. And so almost the entire planet has been nuked to death. And there's now, because of that, almost no life on the planet. All the planets are, plants are kind of dead. And people have a really hard time trying to survive it. And like, they're like humanity has been destroyed. Um, yeah, the few just... people that kind of sucks everywhere yeah very much it's not it's not great the few people that do survive um only survived well the majority of the people that survived only survived because of a program that was created prior to the war called the vault program where people were like they made these huge underground vaults where people would go down into the vaults and the vaults would seal for a couple of hundred years after the uh Theoretically, after the radiation in, in the air was lowered to a livable degree, then those vaults would open and people would come back out and humanity would start to rebuild. So the games usually take place a couple of hundred years after the bombs dropped and the vaults are starting to open and humanity is like starting to expand out into the world. Um, and obviously because of that, there's a bunch of crazy things out in the world. One of those things being a death claw or the species death claws. Um, but contrary to what you may be thinking, death claws are not a symptom of the bombs dropping. The death right. claws actually are a creature from before the war existed. Uh, death claws were created by the U.S. government, actually, and they what? were supposed to be a cheap replacement for human t- troops in combat. So, like, <laughs> like that kind of goes to show you. Idea. Me. <laughs> exactly that kind of goes to show you how desperate this war was slash how brutal this war was that like they're like human troops regular human troops with like aggressive like like assault guns and like terrible weaponry those aren't aren't good enough we need to make genetically altered monsters to go out on the front lines and fight because we need this war to be even worse so uh, the u.s government <laughs> just really shot for the stars and made just monsters created horrible creatures yeah and the, yeah uh, the crazy thing about like like the fall world is that there's like all types of like mutated things in mm-hmm. it you know there's like uh ghouls and then there's like super mutants and stuff like that yeah which are like all these like beings kind of altered by radiation and stuff like that so yeah. it's actually kind of shocking when you find out the death claws yeah. Are like not they're from a, before. 
Yeah, they're not like a product of the radiation. Uh-huh. They're a product of like the desperation of the Great War, which is yeah, exactly. insane. Yeah. Because, yeah, there are like a ton of other things in the world that theoretically a death clock should make sense. Like it should blend in with everything else. But they're, they're actually uh, man-made creatures. I mean, I guess technically all the other things that have been mutated by the bombs technically are man-made because it was man that dropped the bombs and made the bombs. But yeah, so it's, that's like kind of tangentially man-made, whereas this is a very direct man-made. Very intentional, yeah. Yeah. So although they were made before the war, they actually were never recorded as like being used. They like the U.S. government developed these creatures to be used in combat but we never have any actual references to seeing them in battle or anything like that. So, like, thankfully, they never actually deployed these creatures. Now, that, I think, might just be because the war ended before they had the chance, but they never get got the opportunity. And before they were released, the bombs dropped, and humanity was basically wiped out. In that event, the Death Claws were able to escape the the science factory whatever wherever they were being made yeah, they like were able to escape that place yeah i don't know where it, it doesn't really specify where they were made but yeah wherever they were being created they were able to escape that holding facility and in the time that people were stuck down in the vaults just trying to survive the death claws were just kind of running across the planet having a whale of a time exactly so then we'll fast forward a little bit. Humanity's been stuck in their vaults for hundreds of years. They finally come out. They're starting to spread around and they're just living their best life, doing their thing. And eventually, after a while, a organization called the Enclave is developed. Uh, and the Enclave is essentially the recreation of the United States government, kind of. Uh, it's, it has a lot of the same members and, or like a lot of the same structure. And it's kind of trying to pick up where the government left off and it's not fully the u.s government because the united states as it is or as it was isn't around anymore but like it's they're trying to start up a nation again this enclave and yeah. trying to be the leaders of that nation but so taming the wasteland and well, they have grown adapted to it is no easy task. yeah and yeah definitely honestly like uh the enclave kind of a bunch of sucky douchebags oh yeah they're the worst yeah (laughs) they're definitely the worst i mean first as we can see like as or as we will see yeah they're terrible people and they just use whatever means necessary to get their objectives done much like the u.s government did right before the bombs dropped so the u.s government was building these death claws right before the war ended and the enclave as they're forming up and trying to find ways to control the wastelands and trying to find ways to force people to do what they want they decide you know what let's pick up where we left off with this these death clause creatures and try and figure out how to get them to work for us like how to really maximize the opportunity so they decided they wanted to try and push forward with that and they wanted to make some tweaks to the death clause um, because they weren't quite as effective as they really wanted them to be. Um, <laughs> so the, the the actual organization, the Enclave, wasn't involved with the creation of the Death Clause, but they kind of pick up and take over using this substance called uh, FEV, which is Forced Evolutionary Virus, and it's a goop that the a guy called the Master created. Um, that's a whole nother side guy that we won't go yeah. really into, but he was a guy or he was a collective of a bunch of a supercomputer with a bunch of other people. And his goal was also to take over the wastelands. And he did it in a way of trying to, in his mind, if he makes everybody the same, then everyone will be willing to do what he wants because everyone will be the same. Like, like the reason humanity struggled was because people were fighting over the differences of humanity. So if he makes everybody the exact same, then great. Everyone will have no problems with each other. So he starts using this forced evolutionary virus on people to make them all into the same thing, like into monsters, like these 
they're called super mutants in the game, but they're just like these big Hulk like looking creatures. And so he thinks that's the solution to the world. Um, Brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. Not a great solution, but the enclave gets a hold of his virus, his forced evolutionary virus. And they decide to use that on the death claws to try and kickstart them to make them even more dangerous, which is just genius. Make a killing machine more dangerous. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what that ends up doing, because the Death Claws, they're too unintelligent to be controlled because they're just kind of animals. So the forced evolutionary virus actually kind of ends up helping the the Enclave because it makes the Death Claws all super intelligent. Um, but that's a problem because now the Death Claws are all super intelligent and don't want to follow humans. So the I don't blame them. But... Yeah. So the select few of the death claws that got experimented on with this forced evolutionary virus, they just kind of decided to run away and just do their own thing. So, and we'll get into what what happened to those intelligent death claws a little bit later. But that's uh, kind of the backstory of where the death claws came from and the different organizations that have been meddling with them slash where they're at now that humanity is out and about roaming the world. So, Death Claws are an insanely powerful killing machine that was made for war, made by super governments, and then have been tested on and manipulated since to become even more dangerous as the years go on. And yeah. they're just, they're dangerous creatures. They are built for killing. Because the, so. the crazy thing is, is that, like, during the Great War, uh, this is kind of like an alternate, like, uh, like, kind of timeline of humanity if you could think about it and that like Mm -hmm. they had like goss rifles and of course they had like machine guns and stuff like that but i believe they also had like mini nuke launchers and kind of like Mm -hmm. all this crazy like weaponry and so the death claw you know kind of to be thrown into that situation and be effective has to be like super resilient and also very adept at like taking down people and like there's also like power armor and stuff like that to yeah not get too much into like the weeds of this but uh no yeah, yeah definitely like, like you're saying like death claws had to be like a whole different breed mm-hmm. of living being to yeah survive and thrive so like you said this is like an alternate reality of the world of like the america or of the earth that we know um and i think the the general idea of like the division is in our world when we got like to a certain level of of technological advancement we decided to branch and go into entertainment and into the internet specifically and we like really doubled down on the internet and things like that that became like the big push forward technologically and in this world, rather than pushing into the internet, they really didn't care about that. They pushed into nuclear power. And so yeah. everything is nuclear powered, like everything. All of like, their cars were nuclear powered. All of their like houses were nuclear powered. Their freaking wristwatches were nuclear powered. Everything yeah. is nuclear powered. And so that's where like all of their weapons are also have nuclear power to them. And because of that, like that's when they had super armor powered by nukes and they had just a such higher advanced level of war because of that, because everything is powered by nuclear energy. So yeah, having a creature in that world that is going to be trying to be on the front lines, it's going to need to be insane. Yeah. Which is crazy because like we said, this is a genetically engineered creature. So it has to start from something. So if you're going to genetically engineer a creature to be like a killing machine on the front line of your future war, what creature are you going to go with? Like, what's your base creature you're going to start tweaking and changing to become your monster? Grizzly yeah, bear. Grizzly bear? That's a really solid choice. I've, I've yeah. seen that uh, that episode of Love, Death, Robots. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cyber bear. Yep. Yep. So, Brad, you got an idea? Iguana. I've seen Godzilla. Well, Brad's kind of on the right right. track. You know what? That beats the crap out of my grizzly bear. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad's got a good plan there because actually, yeah, the Death Claws were originally pulled from the, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, it's the Jackson's Chameleon. 
Uh, and that is the the variety of chameleon you may have seen that has like the two horns on its like kind of eyebrow looking area and then one nose horn. And they're like the little right. little guys. They are they kind of look like if you've seen Tangled, they kind of look like Pixel, uh or no, what was his name? Pastel? Pastel. The uh chameleon that she has, but they have little horns as well. Yeah. But it's that and kind of chameleon looking guy. That is so freaking yeah. wild to <laughs> me. So. That like you see Death Claws in game and they're like mm -hmm. these hulking, towering like monstrosities. Yeah. And then you're like, that came from a chameleon? <laughs> like how? Yeah. So just picture that's how they started. And then they became about seven to eight foot tall hulking lizards with razor sharp claws that are at least three inches long horns <laughs> and they're they're just death machines um like so as i just mentioned they have those massive claws and that's actually where the name comes from obviously but they do walk back on two legs unlike a normal chameleon uh that's just so uh, although they're bred from chameleons they're not still exactly chameleons um and yeah. they actually the plan or 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 the fact that they're bipedal was very specifically chosen that was like genetically done on purpose because they decided that they wanted to be able to have them on two legs so that way they could increase the field of view that like the creature would have and Right. As a yeah, because like at that point when they're up on two legs, they can see so much more and increase the probability that they would be able to get to where they're going and get the targets that they need to. Unfortunately, that does take a hit to their like overall top speed being on two legs rather than on four. But in general, if you're having to run down humans, humans are not that fast of creatures, so that isn't generally going to be a problem unless you're having I mean, to chase them down. And, like as tall as some people, exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, if you're if the person's in like power armor or in a vehicle, then it might be a little bit more tricky. But these guys, these guys aren't supposed to be the answer to everything. They're just the frontline warriors. So who yeah. cares? They're like ultimate like infantry, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and so because of that, with them going up on two legs again, it also conveniently freed up the front two legs to be able to be usable. So that was when they genetically engineered them to then have these massive freaking claws to just be able to shred through everything and they needed to do that so that way they could get through the crazy power armor that people are wearing and they really do shred through that power armor if you're in the game slash like through the the lore if you're not wearing power armor these guys can like rip you in half in seconds like not not joking like actually just like tear you into two pieces in just a couple of seconds. Um, so, if I remember from my times playing like Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, um, is that like Death Claws are kind of like like an organic like difficulty barrier in the game? Is mm -hmm. that if there's an area that has Death Claws in it, and you're like not like max level, you're like I should probably avoid that area because it will kill Definitely. me and like two or three hits and they also mm -hmm. like i know you said that they move slower because they're not on four legs but man do they move fast <laughs> yeah they, they move slow they compared to animals in the animal kingdom like they're not going to be yeah. outrunning a cheetah and they're not going to be outrunning a, a car but yeah. they will easily outrun a human which is where mm -hmm. i think that they made that decision of like well these guys are going to be slower but they'll be plenty fast for what we need like they'll be oh, able yeah. to run down a person Unless the person is in power armor, they'll be able to outrun them easily. And if the person is in power armor, eh, it's a toss-up who's going to win. And the, the Deathclaw probably will have the longer sustaining power because they, the, the power armor is going to run out of energy eventually. Like, they're going to run out of a battery. So, yeah. yeah. The, it, they made the, the call to make them slower, but they're not slow. These guys are still quick. And they are horrible but mm -hmm. i mean horrible in like a, a gruesomely awesome way super cool uh yeah they also uh because these guys are like the frontline battle guys they have very very resilient scales slash hide uh depends on the version you're looking at depending on like the in the first games they seem to just have like a like 
leathery hide kind of looking thing. And in the newer games, they have more of scales, almost dragon looking uh, look to them. So depending on what version you're looking at, they might not actually have scales and more just be like leather. But regardless, it is very thick and is able to repel most low caliber bullets and heavily slow down any higher caliber caliber bullets. So because of that, energy weapons, which are a thing in the game, are your biggest tool most reliable way of of taking down one of these guys yeah i I mean not to get too much into like the nitty-gritty area i don't know if this is like cool to anybody but uh, so cool at least in the games that i played is the death claws had like some of the highest uh like armor or Mm -hmm. damage resistance of like a majority of enemies in the game and so it's kind of crazy that like it's just like a biological creature but it has like some of the heaviest armor so to speak yeah and there's actually i don't remember i can't remember in the games and and this might change from game to game um but i don't remember if you can make armor out of the uh death claw hides in game but i know they do talk about in lore it being a very good uh material to make armor out of because of how resilient it is and how tough it is so yeah it is incredibly strong. I don't I don't quite know either, but I know that you can definitely make like a uh, melee weapon out of one of the yeah. hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is gruesome, but cool. Yeah, man. So, um that being said, these guys not the most intelligent creatures we've ever seen. Uh like we men- I mentioned at the beginning, there are a couple that are more t- intelligent. Uh, like significantly more intelligent, but that is not the majority of them. Most of the creatures, most of the death claws are just animals. They're just like relatively low intelligence. Uh, so they, they can't really communicate much other than just through growls, body language, and like things like that. They can't speak. Um, there are a couple of the low intelligence uh, or lower intelligence death claws that have been able to find ways to mimic human voices kind of like parrots and like they won't be able to like have full sentences but like they'll say words or phrases every once in a while that's so to mimic creepy. humans <laughs> yeah yeah so they're not like fully talking to people those ones but like they can kind of try and draw you in with words which is not cool i hate it um lastly something that i think the uh the velociraptors in Jurassic Park would have loved to have because these guys they kind of they're pretty Velociraptor reminiscent. They're not exactly the same, but they're they're similar. Like if uh, I had to like equate its kind of like physical description to one thing, it would be like a Velociraptor with long arms and yeah, less yeah. like a reptile head. Yeah, it's like Velociraptors with long arms and a bull kind of like head. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's like so very apt. Yeah. So yeah, the, kind it's of like it's Hellboy. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah kind of yeah. A bit. Or like I don't know the horns the horns are doing it for me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just true. like a, I mean maybe just like a straight up demon I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah. They are pretty you know? pretty demon like. Um, but so one of the things that I think the Velociraptors could have used and uh, makes these guys so useful or so powerful in a modern world is they actually have a full hand of fingers, whole movement of their fingers, which is kind of weird. Yeah, more than that, normally, so a normal chameleon, these the base of these guys, only has four fingers, I believe, and that just wasn't enough for these guys, for the uh, death, our favorite death-killing machines. They need more claws than three, man. Like, come on. Exactly. So they genetically engineered them to have six fingers on each hand or five, depending on the version. So disappointing, I know. But some of the versions have six, some of them have five, but they have a full use of fingers and opposable thumbs. Like there are, they can fully grab things and fully open doors. Yeah. These guys can do it all. That would be pretty difficult though, still. Cause like you just have like these, like your hands are like fully like articulated opposable but you just have like really really long thick 
big nails, you know? Yeah. Oh, Still it's, yeah. I'm sure it's not useful. I'm sure it's not easy. <laughs> Ask any girl with ex- like long, uh, artificial nails and they'll, they'll go on about the woes of having to try to open doors or open cans or like trying to figure like trying to off the ground exactly so like yeah it's not going to be easy for them to do it but they can like they their fingers are a little stubby but they could if they need to get into buildings open doors pull things off like they can grip things fully unlike a lot of other animals which have paws or things like that where like they can't they don't actually have full gripping ability so these guys have got full hand grip and they can like grab the weapon out of your hand and rip it away, throw it away. Like they got it all. They can fully move around. They could even flip you off if they wanted to. I'm certain. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird so, when you have like six fingers, you know, doesn't it quite. Yeah. Like, it's, the, I mean, I mean, finger. yeah, it's, then you just have to stick up three fingers. Three? Gotta, hey. No, three. No, two, two fingers. Yes, are two. Yeah. Sorry. I was looking at my hand. And I was like, "Hey, you gotta get three, but that I don't have six fingers, so you gotta stick up two fingers if you have six fingers to be able to get the same effect. That's mm-hmm. all. Uh, so yeah, they have all the all the fingers you could want, and sometimes a little bit extra. And then lastly, like we mentioned, they do kind of have a bowl-like look to their head because they have these really big horns on their in their face, depending on the the sex of the death claw the horns will look a little bit differently uh the male death claws the horns come like forward either just like straight forward or like forward and then down in like a swooping kind of manner kind of like goat horns yeah kind of like goat horns um and then the female uh death claws their horns curve backwards more and so they're less used they're not as directly uh dangerous and and they can't use them quite as effectively in like a ramming manner unfortunately but or i guess fortunately if you're having Mm -hmm. to deal with one really now that i think about that but they are also interestingly enough uh they're a pack animal and i assume i don't know if this trait was necessarily genetically designed or if it was just coincidental um because i feel like that would be it could be relatively convenient for a soldier or for a military unit to have them be relatively pack related. Because uh, that way I, you just I have think to it would make them easier to train and control. Exactly. Because right? like all you have to do is train one of them. You just have to train the leader and then the rest will just kind of follow that one. So yeah. I'm not sure if that was genetically engineered, but they are actually a pack animal. Uh, they are actually a little bit different from some other pack animals in nature, though in that they are always they always follow a alpha pair. So there's always an alpha male and an alpha female in each group. And they'll follow those two together. And if any time, at any point, the alpha male and female together decide to leave, the entire rest of the group will migrate with them to another area. So, you know what? Good on Death Claws for being, you know, equality. That's you know, good. right? Yeah. yeah. They always... Always working in pairs. It's always, it's adorable. Um, <laughs> they're in nature. Well, in in the wastelands. I don't know if it technically counts as nature anymore. Most most of everything's dead. Uh, but in the wastelands, typically the death claws are not overtly hostile. Uh, they're not like aggressive and hunting down people. They're not necessarily evil per se. They're really just an animal. And so because of that, as long as you kind of leave them alone, they're not really going to bother you. But they are very territorial. So if you end up coming into one of those areas where they've set up a nest that they have, they will kill you without hesitation. Yes. uh, Quite brutally. Uh, I mean, the tricky thing about, like, them not being, per se, like, hostile or, like, saying you can, like, leave them alone is that... I mean, that's true is that they're not like going out looking mm-hmm. to like hunt and like, like they have their defined territory, right? Right. And they go within that. It's just kind of hard to tell 
what the yeah. territory is and what it isn't. So it's pretty oh, easy yeah. to like wander in and just be absolutely screwed. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, no, they don't have flags sitting outside lining their territory as to what it is. So like, yeah, you're absolutely gonna accidentally wander into their territory eventually. But the good news is like, they're not gonna chase you down because like they have a problem with you and they're not like looking to kill people. They're just defending your territory. So if you're able to get out of their territory far enough away, then they're going to leave you alone and they'll go back and just kind of hang out by their area. They're not like yeah. hunting enemy, humans down to like for extinction or for food or anything like that. They're just doing their own thing. And as long as you leave them alone and run away from them, they'll leave you alone. And conveniently, thankfully, they actually, most of their territories are generally in uninhabited areas far away from humans. Uh, presumably this is because there's less noise far away from humans, so they don't have to deal with all of the racket that people cause. Uh, so thankfully you shouldn't have to like have death claws as your neighbors, which is, is great. Sounds terrible. <laughs> uh-huh, exactly. Uh, there are some instances of them setting up in abandoned buildings where people have left, but like, again, that's like usually abandoned buildings that are far away from people, not like abandoned buildings in town. So. And I mean, also, to be fair, like a lot of these buildings have been abandoned for what, like decades? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so. but decades, if not more. Yeah, it's Pe- been hundreds. People are long gone. Long time. Yeah. So it's not like like they're uprooting families to set up in a house. <laughs> so like they're not really caring about that. Like I said, they're, they are more interested about just living on their own and doing their own thing and not bothering people. And if people come near, then they'll attack. They're not going out looking for people and they're not looking for trouble which is nice uh, however if you go out looking for trouble uh you're gonna have a really really bad time if you end up having like deciding that you need to clear out the area that you really don't like the death claws they're too close to where this you, a, a new village you want to set up is and you decide you need to get them out of there uh it is gonna be a slog to get that done the really only effective way of doing it is well there's there's really two effective ways of doing it and that's either killing the alpha male and and female both and if that happens then the pack kind of will split up and just like kind of run off and you can just hide away and eventually they'll all kind of just wander away and find other packs to join or you can kill all of them that those are pretty much the only two ways to get rid of death claws in your area is kill all of them or break oh, the pack boy. up and make them Be run. like Anakin, kill all of them, the women and the children. The women and the children, too. Exactly. Um, either of or... those options sound terrible and like you're uh-huh. basically starting a small war. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're having to pick a fight with the two, well, either the entire pack or at least pick a fight with the two most powerful in the pack, which they're the most, they're the leaders because they've been around for the longest they're the strongest they're the smartest and so you're gonna have to kill the most well-equipped out of the entire pack and odds are most of the time if you pick a fight with the two alphas you're gonna get the rest of the pack there as well fighting you so probably you're gonna have to fight everybody but at the very least like you can kill those two and then run away if you're like really good because um correct me if i'm wrong but death claws actually have like pretty good like physical senses right yeah yeah uh, yeah they're actually all of their senses are as good if not some of them better than humans like they're not like specifically short in any way like they're not blind or something like that like some other creatures like these guys have no real shortcomings in their senses in their sensory faculties so you can't really try and rely on anything like that and there actually is a little bit of a way you can kind of trick them, but that's not really necessarily a weakness of theirs. It's just an exploit of theirs, per se, um, which I'll get to in just a second. But the last thing is the if you're trying to take out their pack and trying to kill them, the reason you have to kill both the alpha and the female both, or the alpha male and the alpha female both, is because if you only get one of them, then the other one will just find another of the other sex like they'll just find another mate and they'll just pair up and they'll just stay there like they have no real care usually if the alpha male dies the female would just like pair up almost immediately and just like i just like i don't really care 
Um, <laughs> sometimes the male, if he's the surviving one, will go on a rampage and just start tearing everything apart. And if he survives that, Jeez. then he'll pair up again. But like, that's the danger with them is if you kill off the female and he survives, yeah, he might just come <laughs> at you for like no, well, I mean, a, a, a reason, but like he might come he, at he's you looking for in a big way, in a big way. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So it seems like if you're going to try and perform like a death claw extermination, you better yeah. be dang sure that you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You better be extraordinarily prepared because holy cow. So, yeah, but then like, like I was saying, there is also like another, not really way to like just like hurt them or anything like that but you can kind of distract them if you just need to get by um because they are somewhat intelligent and they do have relatively good sentence senses so you can distract them with like flares or something like that at which point they'll go over to that thinking like to investigate it to see what it is see if it's a person see if it's something encroaching on their territory it's because of that you can kind of use that to like exploit their intelligence slash their uh senses for a little while but it's not like they're it's blinding them or anything like that it's just a oh what's that oh okay i guess that it's nothing no. that's kind of smart yeah unfortunately it's not like a super long term thing but eh it kind of works so that is the kind of the pack mentality that they have and the way that they uh in a normal environment kind of interact with the world however we did mention that there is not just one variety of uh death claws there's actually a lot which we'll mention some of the other ones in a bit but there's actually one that i think is really interesting which is there was a side version of the death claws which were the intelligent death claws right uh, and these ones were the death claws that were experimented on by the enclave um, using that FEV, the uh, forced evolutionary virus. And they use this virus to try to get them to be intelligent enough to take orders, but not so intelligent that they would start thinking for themselves, you know? Like that perfect mid-ground of like a perfect soldier. Mm. That's kind of, kind of messed up to say. I, uh, I, mean, like, <laughs> I don't know if that perfect level of intelligence exists, right? I don't think so either. Because, yeah, like although that was the goal that was not at all what happened and they created super intelligent uh death claws through this experiment and on their first mission uh things went poorly uh, <laughs> they so just they... left <laughs> <laughs> so the first mission that they ever had was a mission down into a vault 13 so the vault was still closed at the time it was one of the later vaults to open uh, well, not the later latest vaults, but like it was not the first vault to open. It was had a thing going on inside. They, there was a whole it, there's a whole backstory to Vault 13 that I won't get into. Um, but Vault 13 was still closed and the Enclave found out about this vault and they decided that they needed more workers to go out onto their mining rigs and dig up stuff. So they're like, you know what? Vault 13 full of people. We can just go grab them. So. They go to the vault, force it to open, and they kidnap all of these people to basically make them slaves and make them work for the Enclave. However, Heck that's yeah. a really that's not awful. good look. <laughs> yeah, that's people aren't really going to follow you if they find out you're making slaves of random vault people. So they decide, all right, let's release the intelligent death claws into that vault and have them tell them to go through the vault ransack it and make it look like there was an attack make it look like they went through and killed a bunch of people and clear it out so that was the plan that was what they did and the death claws decided instead that they that that's their home now so they just set up inside of the vault and they just <laughs> decided no they were not leaving and the death claws were actually led by a alpha called uh grunther G-R-U-T-H-A-R. Do you think that's how he pronounced. named himself that? I believe, you... yes, he did. I oh, believe cool. he named himself. They wouldn't have his own name. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's the name that he goes by the other death or the other death claws call him. Like I don't think that the Enclave is calling him that. I so, think that's just his name that everyone else, all of his people call him. 
did these intelligent death claws like uh were they capable of like fluent speech yeah so that's where these death claws they continue to survive they just were hanging out there and they were the only in the fallout universe only civilization that has existed that is an intelligent civilization that isn't human or isn't original or wasn't originally human so these are completely non-human creatures and they had an intelligent civilization they had a whole hierarchy they were just they were just living their life doing their thing and there's actually uh grunther the leader had a son um i can't remember exactly how how what his name was it was also a g name um but he had a son who was also just intel- just as intelligent and he was actually an albino uh deathclaw and he is actually able to be a companion of yours in the first game so you're able to make oh, friends with yeah. him he's a scientist that sounds awesome <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's super cool he's a scientist and like his whole thing is he likes to uh, I guess maybe scientist isn't necessarily the right word. He's a scholar, and his whole thing is he really likes to research and and explore the way that cultures work and the way that humanity like lives. He thinks humanity is fascinating. So his whole thing is he would go out into into the world with a giant brown cloak over his head and like over his body and just be like pretend to be a regular human that was just like <laughs> severely severely like malformed and, and like i guess that's true disfigured you know, i mean <laughs> exactly in the wasteland with a ton of radiation it's not the craziest thing but like it's like not that realistic uh but so he would go around completely shouted like shrouded with his cloak and he would just talk to people and just like get to know them learn as much as he could about them and just kind of hang out and then you end up finding him making friends with him meeting the rest of the intelligent uh, death claws making peace with them kind of depending on how you play the game and he can become a companion of yours and like hang out with you which is really cool because like at the beginning of combats whenever he's your companion he's like huddled up in this cloak and then combat starts he like throws the cloak off and it just like <laughs> it's a massive death claw on your awesome, side and just like starts tearing man. people apart it's pretty dope <laughs> yeah i would love to see these guys come back but uh, so do you know if like this uh i guess like if you could call it like a tribe or like a civilization mm-hmm. of death claws, like were they initially like pretty hostile towards like all outsiders like people? Uh, they aren't or... actually, they are, they're actually relatively neutral, if not like positive towards humanity in general. Uh, they're kind of scared of them, but other than that, like they have a relatively <laughs> good opinion of humans. They think they're interesting and they want to, live just alongside them like they would love to just awesome live their life um they don't like the enclave naturally i I don't either so you they have a strong distrust and dislike for the enclave especially grunther he really doesn't like the enclave but other than the enclave like they totally think the humans are fine like they have no problem with them so like as long as in the game as long as you're intelligent enough or like have there's so i'm an aside (laughs) but there's a perk that you can get that's called uh a child kicker or something like that or something along those lines what it Man. what it is is you can you get this negative perk for killing children and if you kill enough children in the game you'll get this negative debuff that makes it so anytime you introduce yourself to anybody they automatically dislike you whether they're good bad doesn't matter every buddy buddy in the game instantly dislikes you and then you have to like try and work up from there so if you have that negative perk these death claws won't like you ever they'll never talk to you they just like have a strong distrust of you but if you don't have that perk and you're relatively intelligent they yeah they can be totally friendly and they'll like you which is cool man the pre-bethesda follow games were yeah wild it's crazy uh <laughs> yeah so funny they were a wasteland <laughs> <laughs> so i would th- i think these guys are really cool and i would totally love for them to come back yeah unfortunately that's probably never gonna happen because uh they got found out about there was a guy named Dr. Schriebers, or Schrieber, and he found out that bad. Yeah, he found out that these guys existed, and he determined that they were the biggest threat to humanity, and they could not survive. So he led a expedition out into the world, into the wastelands, 
and exterminated every intelligent Deathclaw that there was. That's so lame. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. So it's so dumb and like so annoying because like they're awesome. They're the coolest guys ever. And this guy is just like, no, these guys are power more powerful than us and intelligent. Kill them. They're the worst. Which sucks. And it means that the Enclave ended up trying to do a similar experiment, but just because they didn't want to recreate that and there was no other intelligent death claws in the world, they ended up doing it in a really, really sick way. So the Enclave, still trying to use their failed experiment, trying to find some way to salvage it, they created a new thing that would be able to be surgically implanted into a death claws brain and skull that would then allow anybody in the enclave to be able to issue commands to the death claws as like kind of like as though they were like a pet so it doesn't make them more intelligent but it gives them just enough like intelligence to be able to follow commands of like kill that guy attack them go there sit down and that's about it man so if reasoning doesn't work just use mind control i guess exactly so that's that ended up becoming what how they use it and that's why in the game sometimes you'll come across uh enclave soldiers or people with a death claw with them it's not an intelligent death claw it's actually just an, a death claw with a thing like stapled to its head forcing it to do what they say so unfortunately not as cool as the intelligent ones are actually way less cool than the intelligent ones but they're actually uh interestingly enough although death claws are being often or, or regularly used by the enclave and by like different organizations like that the regular general populace really doesn't know about death claws because they didn't exist before the war existed and since the war they they're like since like people have started coming out of the vaults the population is still relatively low because they're not the most like prolific creatures they don't breed out of control they're not rabbits and they also kind of tend to stay by themselves out of the way of people so because of that people don't really know that they exist slash a lot of people think that they don't exist and it's kind of like a myth in the wastelands that people think that they're like it's an urban legend they don't actually exist it's just something that was like, created to scare you of the wastelands like oh the wasteland's a dangerous place there's death claws out there and like people just made something up and so at first people didn't know and thought they were fake but as the games go on and as people are out in the wastelands longer obviously people start to catch on and start to realize that they are actually a real thing I, and i mean i could imagine in that like mm -hmm. as humanity is like first getting out of the vaults or like trying to piece itself back together into like small civilizations like not many people are, are exploring too much you know like the world at this point is a pretty scary place you have like radiation yeah. mm -hmm. and like all these other scary creatures but and then I imagine the few people that were brave enough to like venture out, if they came across a death claw, they were probably pretty dead. <laughs> yeah, probably you know? did not survive. Yeah. Or if they did survive, it's probably yeah. those eccentric people that like everyone's like, hey, that's just crazy, yeah. Dave. Like, I don't know the about ten that. Hat wears. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or, or like these tales of like crazy uh -huh. like dinosaur raptor mutant things with like six yeah. inch claws in their hands. They're yeah See, maybe exactly. even a bit too far these people have been living in a hole for so long right most of them or a lot of them probably like born there right oh and yeah yeah they've now, been in faults for hundreds of you, years how do you that yeah i i knew that that was just <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah anyways well, like how do you describe this like yeah a, it's a dinosaur <laughs> like, yeah dinosaurs are back i learned about dinosaurs <laughs> in my history books and they said yeah. either hundreds or thousands of years, and why not? So yeah, yeah like of course it's not literally like the only way to describe it is dinosaurs are back and they're back with a vengeance. And I feel like most people would be like, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, and uh, there's also like I mentioned, not just those intelligent ones because there are they've they've been out in the wastelands, which also has radiation and has been slowly naturally evolving them into weird versions so not only are there the uh intelligent ones but there's also kind of other varieties that are out and about that some of them are more myth much like the creature itself was to most people there's some that are just kind of 
stories and like fabled about one of those being the quantum death death claw that's a creature that people think exists and there's stories told about it but like doesn't actually exist or like people have there's no actually evidence of them do they they're said to glow blue uh supposedly they glow blue yeah right because like quantum yeah uh, because there's yeah in the game there's a drink called nuka-cola and one of the varieties is quantum nuka-cola and it's a the drink glows like a bright blue which does not sound healthy but yes i don't know it makes no sense i can only imagine what terrible like radiation or whatever you must yeah. have to be put through to like just seriously glow blue. <laughs> yeah oh it'd be oh it'd be it's, yeah terrible uh then there's also some other varieties one is the albino death claw which we mentioned a little bit ago there was one of them that was also a super intelligent version but there's others that are just the normal death claws but also albinos which is neat and they're just like a normal albino of any other creature pale white uh hide and bright red eyes and generally more sensitive to the light because of that um there's also funnily enough i think this is just like a reference to their original heritage there's a chameleon death claw which when you fight it it like shifts between colors really aggressively for some reason like it'll like flash between like red then blue and then green and then like all back and forth all over the place kind of like when uh um randall from monsters inc exactly head of the bat exactly uh, yeah yeah no. got out next week with bryce <laughs> yeah, much like next week's episode of with bryce i, I wouldn't get randall too much but um i i do think that's kind of cool is like uh due to like their evolution or like their genetic editing mm-hmm. this is kind of like a suppressed or yeah like uh recessive gene that kind of like exactly broke out due to like some unique mutation that's actually like yeah. really neat yeah and like I just think it's really it has no like physical benefit or no no actual benefit to the creatures like they like they don't gain any extra strength or any extra abilities from this they just like change cool colors while you're fighting them but I think it is neat to like be able to see a death claw that is not the normal colors which like I forgot to mention the normal death claws are usually like a tan color they're like a sandy brown um they, so they start out as like a really light tan color. And then as they get older, they'll get darker and darker, darker skin. Uh, like their, their hide gets harder. And because of that, it gets a darker color because it's getting more, less flexible, less see-through and more uh, rigid. So they start out as a really dark or as a really light brown. And then as they get older, they turn into a, like a tan, then into a, like a brown. And then the old alphas are turning to even blacks or like blues even because they've shifted so darkly that they start turning into like a dark colors of black and blue which is neat but these chameleons could shift between all of them uh and then the last variety that i think is really neat uh well the last real variety and then i'll talk about one other that isn't real uh but last real variety <laughs> is the glowing death claw they and glow now you could probably guess where this <laughs> one's coming from uh this one is irradiated heavily irradiated like he's glowing with radioactive power from the inside out so these guys rather than the quantum guys which glow blue these guys glow a bright green color and like like their insides are like luminescent green and then like the light shines through their scales in a really cool way and like their claws are also like a bright green so if there is one thing that i thought could have made the gut death claws any better would be to exude lethal amounts of radiation exactly sounds perfect yeah so these guys already really dangerous creatures and now they're also just by being near you killing you if they can't just kill you like normally which is just so great but and then lastly i just wanted to uh quickly go into the way that these guys originally started so this is a little bit of an aside little uh off note but i think it's really neat to see where they came from um this is a like with from an interview with the original creator of the fallout series and also the original creators of the death claws they were initially supposed to be actually a creature that was a hybrid between a wolverine and a bear so actually bryce you were right on 
Or, exactly. Yeah. You were you were on there with having it be a bear because that was like his plan of it being like in the backwoods of America. You take the most dangerous creature, make it super aggressive, make it super big, make it just like terrible, mutated. And that was what the plan was. However, after he came up with that idea, they realized that the engine that the Fallout games were running on physically couldn't handle generating that much hair. Like it couldn't <laughs> run that much physics. So Harry, you're crashing the game. <laughs> they had to figure something else out. Exactly. So instead, they're like, all right, well, I guess it can't have hair. Strip that off. Now, what do we do? So they kind of went back to the drawing board and tried figuring out new things. So they're like, okay, well, like, uh, how about it? it's a reptile? That's like reptiles are really easy. They they don't have hair. It makes sense. And the developer or the original creator of Fallout was apparently a D and D fan, or at least familiar with D and D. And so he saw in the uh, second edition of the D and D monster manual, he saw a picture of a creature called the Tarask. And that oh. creature, if you look up the picture of a Tarrasque in the D&D 2nd Edition Monster Manual, page 339, it is exactly a Deathclaw. It looks exactly the same. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, what a callback. So, <laughs> so they actually used that uh, original design or that original uh, picture for the Tarrasque, as well as they used a 3D model that was originally supposed to be a Tarrasque in a different game. There was there was supposed to be a game with a Tarrasque in it that didn't end up happening. So they used that 3D model of that Tarrasque and they just pulled that directly into the game rather than having to make their own model, which saved them a bunch of money. And that was where then they created the Deathclaw, just pulled straight out of D&D into Fallout and then tweaked a little bit to become their own creature, being a Deathclaw. So, yeah. And then obviously over the years, it's evolved and changed and become something of its own. Like they've become more reptilian and they've gotten bigger, different abilities and stuff like that. But yeah, they uh, once upon a time were just once upon a time, they were bears with some wolverine in them. And then they became Tarasks. And now they're their own species of monster. Man, that is just so funny to me, though, that like, one of the main kind of like design features of a death claw was decided based off of uh -huh. the graphical limitations at the time. Yep. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, I, I think it's so great. And I would love to know what other things that like in pop culture that we know of today and think of being that like one particular way are only that way because whatever medium they were using couldn't handle it any other way like mm -hmm. one we've talked about previously if you've listened to the episode was frankenstein where everyone thinks of frankenstein is as like a big green guy but he right. was actually yeah. never meant to be green and they just used the green coloring to be able to accentuate how pale he was in black and white footage man and it's so like those are my favorite <laughs> those yeah it just weird things, like <laughs> things like that i think are so interesting of like wow that wasn't meant to be like that interesting neat that's pretty cool but so that's uh that's the tarasque it's a uh, or sorry no that's not the <laughs> it is technically a tarasque i'm looking at the picture if of it, you want it just... to learn more about the Tarrasque, check out a couple mm, 20 episodes ago there yeah there yeah. is an episode we've done about the Tarrasque, but that uh, is not this cool creature as well but yeah yeah that is actually the death claws on the other hand though uh very cool creatures i think they're very interesting and the first time i ever played a fallout game they terrified me i just because like i was wandering around doing my own thing i had never heard about them before ended up stumbling upon their territory like bryce you were saying earlier people would be want to do yeah it just accidentally stumbled upon them they came flying at me <laughs> and ripped me apart in seconds it was the worst worst experience of my life so they're uh one of the funny things is just kind of a funny aside is that in new vegas there was actually like a glitch in oh, yeah? which uh like exiting a particular couple of doors on the map it, it would maybe like or it would sometimes randomly spawn a death claw like right no. in front of you and this is like so That's far awesome. away from their other areas and that's it so good 
Yeah, it happened to me and my friend when we were playing, and he was like not really well equipped to fight. Oh, are you just ever to... well equipped? I mean, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Watch my video and you'll see how. That's a great no, point. Me. Great point. I'm looking. Yeah, but my friend just had to like whip out like the minigun and the armor piercing rounds and just go crazy. And we both like oh, randomly goodness, awesome. survived. It was. I love that so much. That's great. But I think that'll pretty much do it for us this week, unless you guys have any f- more uh, things you want to add or any funny anecdotes of uh, running across Death Claws in game or your first experiences of them. Uh, Anybody got anything? No, Death Claws are sick. Huh? Didn't yeah. want to cut you off if you did. Everyone, everyone's got to have their their ability <laughs> ability to talk about their Death Claw trauma. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to cut anyone short. On venting their death claw problems. I already so. went through years of therapy. Okay, like, all right, good. It was like good. It was like dub, was it double A? Is that the triple A? The one that doesn't do cars. The one where you meet as a group. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, group just AA. Yeah, your uh, death claw therapy. I think that's just D A. Death claws anonymous <laughs> or anonymous. It's yeah. Just like just not victims of death claw. Yeah, it's a very different, very different point, but. <laughs> Well, well, I think uh, you're anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the Harry Potter one. <laughs> All of those Death Eaters having to come and meet. It just feels bad. All the other wizards hate me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're getting into a side note. If, it is, if we don't want to go too long today, uh, but that will uh, do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening we really enjoy being able to do this and we are just glad to be able to come and hang out and talk and glad people want to listen so 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 grateful for it uh if you want you're welcome to check us out on uh we're on spotify we're on a couple of other different uh youtube music as well yeah youtube music you want to recommend (laughs) yeah maybe we'll be on youtube music one day uh, if you want to recommend us to a friend, that'd be great. If you have a friend that's like a big fan of the Fallout series or just like just getting into the Fallout series with the new show coming out, then uh, you right. can totally recommend this to them. Uh, and then uh, we're also, we got social. We got around TikTok and uh, we're on Twitter for now anyway, for as for long now. as it lasts <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> until it doesn't anymore. And uh, if you want to reach out to us through that, you're welcome to. We'd love to hear from you. But other than that, that'll do it for this week, and we'll see you next one. Bye.